0: Welcome back to another episode of Black Law and Legal Lies, aka.
1: Wait, are we filming? Yeah. Are we taping? Yes. Oh.
0: We're okay. known as Dan and the Temptations. Shit. That's
1: Your name ain't David Ruffin.
0: Dang. See, without <laughs> Ruffin, y'all you ain't, ain't, no ain't David nothing. <laughs>
1: you ain't no David ruffin
0: my name is dan you can catch me on twitter and ig at i am dan on drugs and also follow the show across the board at black law podcast as well as on youtube for full-length videos also facebook at black law podcast Shit, we and on,
1: we on youtube
0: yes and yeah. we can also um. If you would like to support uh, us by purchasing our T-shirts that say Black Law Podcast, you can find that on our website at blacklawpodcast.com forward slash shop. We have numerous, and as in numerous, two T-shirts to (laughs) choose from.
1: Numerous.
2: So
0: if you want to wear some shit that says Black Law and Legalize on it, check it out.
2: What? What?
0: Who the fuck is y'all?
2: What? I'm Afro, Becky. Another one of your hosts for today. Just for today, though. Mm-hmm.
1: No other time. Just nope. for just today. Just for today. And I'm just Anne. And you can follow me on Twitter at I Tell Legal Lies. So anyway,
0: today, ladies and gentlemen, is we're revisiting a topic that in like episode 20, we said we were going to talk about the 360 deal.
2: Mm, the art of the deal. Little what is blue. your name, Donald Trump?
0: A little bit louder, too,
1: please. The art of the deal.
2: So, no, I'm not Donald Trump. Nor will I ever look like, pretending to know. or want to be. You might
1: be orange. Nobody ever seen you. Yeah. So you might be orange. I don't know. Yeah. The world may
2: never know. They may.
0: Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the 360 deal. Now, I'm going to tell you, this honestly, at least in the hip-hop community, it has a negative connotation to it because in these deals you are giving up a slice of everything and when I say everything I mean everything all of your revenue streams right so back in the day when you would sign a record deal now I'm not some kind of insider or anything so Mm. I mean there's that but I I have looked into it we have a copy of a 360 deal and we're going to break down some of the language in it but Back in the day, if you were an artist, you were signed to a label. The label funded your album, basically. So if I'm coming out with a with a C D a record or tape or whatever, studios back in the day in the eighties, nineties, early two thousands, recording equipment wasn't as cheap and as available. Mm-hmm. The knowledge wasn't mm-hmm. there either. So you had to go to like the Hit Factory or uh Baseline Studios or all these big name studios where they had like these SSL boards that cost like $300,000 and then they had these engineers that went to school for the shit. Nowadays nobody goes to school for audio engineering hardly. But uh there was a lot of money into the creation of an album. You were talking for a new act, you're probably looking at three hundred thousand dollars or so that's my estimate recording just just recording about 300 grand because you're also especially with hip-hop you're clearing samples if if there are any samples you're paying these producers you're paying the beat makers uh there is a difference between a producer and a beat maker um you're paying the studio engineer You're paying your record label. You're paying your A&Rs, making money. Like, everyone's making money. So, it was very expensive. But nowadays, you can actually record in your dining room.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh Imagine that. Yeah. Recording in your dining room.
0: Yeah. And you can get studio quality results as long as you have a little know-how. So, once, once that started happening... He All right, so here's a scenario. Let's say we have a record label, right? Black Lawn Legalized Records.
1: Man, we going to be like Death Row?
0: Yeah. Man, yeah. we be
1: throwing people off of balconies?
0: Once you win, you win. You mm-hmm. ain't no getting out. So we're going to sign you to a five-album deal, right? Mm-hmm. That means you have to give us five five albums.
1: They don't have to be good, but you got to give us. got to give us five, uh-huh. but they
0: do have to be good. I don't know. Because if you're not selling, we're going to shelf you. Because no one like your first album, let's say your first album sells five hundred thousand, goes gold, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Let, let's see if we can do seven fifty on the next release. Next release comes out, you sell three hundred thousand. We got you for five albums. Right. You just performed worse on your sophomore album mm-hmm. than your freshman album. Right. You go into the shelf. We're not putting any more money into you but creating music. you can't music. go
1: anywhere else. And you can't go anywhere else. Until you give us five.
0: Until you give us five. Or
1: you buy yourself out of the, yes. out of the contract.
0: So that's how a lot of artists ended up just disappearing. They would have a hot. Uh, their first album would be hot as shit. Second album would be lackluster. They would disappear and make no more music anywhere because contractually they they're not allowed of- to.
1: That's almost. Wait. So what did Lil Wayne do?
0: A lot of scissor.
1: No, besides that, like when he was fighting with baby, not, not, not Birdman. I'm he couldn't sorry.
0: make any music.
1: So, but he was still like making music though. He, he, you, can he, can he mix, like, you can do mix,
0: you can do mixtapes because, well, that's kind of new age. Like I'm, I'm talking back nineties, early two thousands, but I believe you can do mixtapes. I, I don't know for a fact. But
1: Because he was putting music out.
0: He wasn't putting albums out though.
1: No, he wasn't I don't think it was albums, but if I recall if I am recalling correctly, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. And as far as this whole music thing, I could very well be wrong because, you know, I don't follow I don't follow hip hop. I really don't follow R and B. You know, what I hear is what I Stop fixing the fucking shirt.
0: Don't hate. (laughs) Buy one.
1: <laughs> anyway, I might just, just so I can fix it. That's right. Um, Like I said, I don't follow a lot of music. I'm a reader. Sue me. I
0: thought you were about to say you're a retard.
1: No, that would be you. So, anyway, but I thought that he was like putting music out on YouTube and he was like putting music out on um other. He was like doing concerts. Was he not during this time? He what?
0: He wasn't doing jack shit. The only... Now, this is me speculating because I I don't follow Wayne too much, but I know he was doing features on other songs, and those features might have been okayed like a year ago. Like, if me and you say, okay, we're going to do a song, Mm. we go record the song, my label says, okay, yep, this is good. Your label says, okay, yep, this is good. Doesn't mean we have to release it right now. So, I... I'm I don't know about Wayne. Mm -hmm. All I know is he wasn't able to put out an album. The Carter four, five, six, whatever one of them albums that he was working on had been shelved. And by the time it actually came out, after they settled whatever, it sounded dated as fuck because it was a couple years old. Right. So anyway, your second album comes out three hundred thousand. We're gonna shelf you. You can't make any more music. You can't go anywhere.
1: So like you said, you just faded to the ether. Right. Basically. So
0: now, being that we're Black Law and legalized records, though, we need to have more than one artist. Right. So let's say we have 15 artists, right? Mm-hmm. Two of them are multi-platinum selling Super artists. Super hot. Yeah. Right. We got a Cardi B and we got a Drake. Okay. Okay. So we are going to continue putting big money behind you. Right. Now, the little Mike and the Shooters. Mm-hmm. They, they, on yeah. the shelf. they on the shelf. Um, you know what I'm saying, brother, wisdom dropping knowledge. He on the shelf, and they can't do anything else. Right. So now we're making all of our money off from of Drake, Drake and, and Cardi-, Cardi, right? Right. So we have no interest in you whatsoever. So what the 360 deal does is
1: it stops you from doing everything though.
0: No, I can make money now. We all can make money now. That's why see the three hundred and sixty has a negative connotation. But if you're not selling music, and in these days nobody's selling music, you got all these streaming services, you got YouTube, you got all this right, other shit. But they're
1: making money from endorsements, and, touring, and touring merchandise, and videos, and well, movies, TV, right, all guest of that. appearances. So right
0: with the three hundred and sixty, now we got our Drake and our Cardi. We're making money off of them as far as musically. Now we're making money off of them from appearances uh movies you name it but so now
1: we're we're not making money off their voice per se we're making money off the whole body
0: right
2: off their image yes
0: so with with that being said now we still have these other 13 artists we're gonna put we their ass on the road out, right? Right. i was about
2: to say we about to pimp them
1: out because now you need to go and make mama some money
0: exactly mm-hmm. so now when cardi has her world tour Who's on the undercard? You know, who's, open, who's the opening act? Mm-hmm. So y'all going to get paid. Y'all going to get paid pennies, basically. But y'all going to get paid. We're going to get paid. And, every, and, you're,
1: and you're willing to do it because some money in my pocket.
0: Better than none. None. And better than sitting on the shelf. So each of these artists, some of these obscure artists that nobody really knows or like as far as in mass, they do have cult followings, mm-hmm. whether it be. 1500 people or whatever you know these 1500 diehard fans are going to come out to these concerts buy your merchandise buy your shirts buy your whatever you're selling labels getting a cut of that so you know 360 it does sound like a bad deal at first if you're a cardi or if you're a drake or yeah 360 might not necessarily be for you well
1: well let me let me break in right here and you said if you're a cardi or a drake if you're If you are a Cardi before you were a Cardi though, and that's the thing, I know that 360s, you said, get a rap, a bad rap, but you think about it, there's good and bad to this whole thing as far as a 360 contract is concerned. Because initially, you know, before Cardi B was Cardi B, somebody took a chance and it wasn't her money that she was playing with. So if I'm going to expense, if I'm going to take a shot, I'm going to gamble on you actually making me money, I'm fronting this money. So if her album would have bombed, I still need to recoup my cash some kind of way. So, Mm -hmm. you know, from a record company's perspective, it's a way to safeguard my investment.
0: Right. And a lot of the older statesmen in hip hop, they they still hate this whole three sixty thing I'm because sure. they are but to to their credit too, like I said, we can record black Lawn legalized record y'all. We can record <laughs> right here in this dining room, put out a full length album. Mm-hmm. We can uh put the shit on TuneCore Sound just wherever we can put on Apple Music. We can do all of that shit without a label, and that's what the old the older artists are saying is. Y'all little niggas don't need labels no more because back in our day the labels funded the music, right? Nowadays, you don't you don't need anyone to fund your music. You got your studio in your dining room, you got the internet. That's all you need,
1: right? But see, if you think about that though, you actually need to do the groundwork. You're the yeah. one that you're the one that's out there advertising. You're the one that's out there merchandising. You're the one That's out there actually putting your music out. If you don't want to do that, you go to a record company. You let them be.
0: Not these days, though, because these days a record company is not touching you unless you're hot before you get to them. So let's let's look at the cash me outside, girl. That bitch was on Dr. Phil. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? That's all she ever did. She got a fucking record deal with Atlantic a record deal. Well,
1: you think about it. Cardi B did the same thing. Yeah. You know, Cardi B did the exact same thing. You on Hip Hop Atlanta, wasn't it? Loving Hip Hop. She was on Loving Hip Hop Atlanta, just acting stupid. And she got a record deal because she was acting stupid on Loving Hip Hop.
0: Her music is actually pretty good for... Well,
1: I like Cardi B. Even though I said I don't follow hip hop, I don't follow music. I don't, but I like Cardi B. So
0: So yeah. with that with that being said, the Catch Me Outside Girl, she had no music, not known for music, but because of the three sixty deal, bitch, you ain't got to sell music. You're, you're signed selling, to a you're record selling label. Yourself. Right. You signed right. to a record label, but you we know that she Chanel West Coast, the the white girl from that um MTV Rob Diedrich or whatever. I I don't keep up with pop, pop culture, current shit, but some white girl who thinks she's a rapper and thinks she's like she's just hot shit and she's not. 360. You on TV now. You're like some dude's sidekick on an MTV t- uh, TV show. We're going to get money.
1: All right. Well, wait. Did we ever say what a 360 contract was? I don't think yeah. you, you started talking about it, but I don't think you said. Okay. You're right. You You spelled out what a 360 is.
0: In a nutshell, what a 360 is, is it's referred to as a multiple rights deal, meaning we have rights to multiple aspects of revenue. Mm -hmm. So when you sign this 360 deal, you're agreeing that the label will fund your music. You will also give up a percentage of your music sold streaming revenue, basically, you will give up a percentage of your merchandise, your touring. If you get casted to be in a movie, you'll give up a percentage of whatever you get paid for in that movie. If
1: you write a book.
0: Yep. you'll That too. If somebody else writes a book about you <laughs> and you okay it.
1: Right. Well, right. If you're getting any percentage of it, right? It, somebody else could be writing it about you, but you get a royalty. Right. They want a percentage of your percentage because you can get 2%. They probably want one of those
2: 2%. So essentially, you're like marrying this this record company. Pretty much.
1: Yeah. But you
2: decide
1: instead of, you know, in the state of Louisiana, we have what's called um, community property. It's 50-50. And a 360 deal, if you have a good lawyer and you're smart about it, you decide what percentages of whatever the record company is going to touch. And if you're super smart, Dan just mentioned something and that that clicked in my head that a record company is not going to touch you unless you have some sort of popularity. Well, if you already have an online presence that you already have like 300,000 YouTube followers or Facebook followers or Instagram followers. I don't know what what like an influencer, like how many people do you have to have to be considered an influencer? What do what do you what are we looking at?
0: Probably 80k plus.
1: All right. So you have enough to actually say that you're an you're an influencer and you have this following. If you do a 360 deal, you can carve out what you already have. Like if you're going into this thing and you already have Kind of like a prenup, pretty much. This remains mine. Mm-hmm. You can you can do that. Like I said, if you're smart and you have a good lawyer, you can do mm-hmm. that. Anything that you you are already large or huge in, keep you can keep that for yourself.
0: Right. So if people are following you on Instagram, let's say you're a makeup person, you make and sell your own makeup, you do your little beauty videos. That's like one of the the bigger followings. Mm-hmm. And then you decide, I want to make music. I want to sign to a label. You sign a 360 deal. You can say, yo, my makeup shit is off limits, son, because that's all me right there. Right. But then the label is going to tell you, go fuck yourself. (laughs) But honestly, though, from just what I know, which is not a whole lot, is I do believe you can make more money if you're already established, if you're already an influencer, especially a big time influencer. Mm -hmm. You can make a lot more money than having a label back you
3: these days.
1: Well, from what I've seen, not knowing, not even, as you said, in just talking about 360s, but in general, yes. It's like, why would you want somebody else to take a piece of your pie when Mm -hmm. you're already? But I would assume, you know, you think about it. Most people do it because they want to be a super influencer. You know, maybe you have 100,000 followers, but if you get with this label, you'll get more. Right. You'll have more. So that that could be one. Of, and then something that I read, though, about going back to 360 contracts and record labels where record labels get you and something to watch out for. And this for people. I don't know if y'all are out there listening and y'all are actually interested in this whole 360 thing you were contemplating something like that watch out for something called cross collateralization and basically what that is is this um dan mentioned five record deals and um selling a certain amount so what labels put in 360s as far as cross collateralization goes they will what they will do is say that um You need to sell a certain amount of records, right? And so say the label pays like $100,000 for recording costs, Mm -hmm. all right? And um, of course, you're going to get royalties only after the um, record company recoups their money, right? Mm -hmm. Well, say there's a cross-collateralization clause in your 360, so... Your record instead of doing a um, hundred thousand, well, say you only sell a hundred thousand albums, right? Mm-hmm. So, albums cost how much? So, let's say they cost like $12 or whatever. Let's throw something out there. So, in order to break even, you have to sell 200,000 albums. Say you only sell a hundred thousand, all right? Well, you have some merchandising, or you go on tour, and you make fifty thousand from the tour. If there's a cross collateralization clause, that fifty thousand dollars instead of being paid to you would go toward the deficit
2: of your lost of album, system. the
1: album sales. So that's definitely something that's like a gotcha that mm-hmm. in a lot of these contracts, and you're you're thinking to yourself, "Ooh, I'm I just made this money; it's going in my pocket," but Eh, eh, eh.
0: Yeah. And they also have um they're not I, I don't think they're spoken about much or even referenced in this nature, but they have what are called two seventy contracts, one hundred eighty contracts. So the three sixty I believe is damn near all streams of revenue. Mm-hmm. The two hundred seventy might be three or four streams of your revenue. Mm-hmm. The one eighty is gonna be two streams of your revenue. Right. So going back to talking about the influencer who's making money already with online videos and products they they would probably be looking at more of a 180 deal which is two streams of revenue because you aren't touching right, the I'm, revenue i already have
1: i'm already being i'm already i already have endorsements i already have endorsement deals so maybe you can get me some other endorsement deals but you're not about to touch these endorsements i already have mm-hmm. you know you're not about to touch the money from that but once again, most people get caught up and they get so excited they don't realize something else, another gotcha that you have to watch out for. Most of these 360s actually talk about gross income versus net income. And you don't want it to be gross income. Right. You want it to be net income cuz you know 20% of your gross and 20% of your net It's a big Big, difference. Yeah,
0: huge difference. So Um, the contract that we have a copy of does it is net. It's net. net. But uh, before we get into that particular contract, uh, some of the things ancillary. What are are ancillary activities?
1: What what we said about um, because music is your main thing. Mm -hmm. So endorsements. Those are ancillary. Um, Not well, not really, because touring is about the music, anything outside of. The music would so, be an-
2: guest appearances on like a talk show, right? And you don't perform or the other books, right? You know, writing a book. Okay. So that
1: would be maybe even producing. Mm-hmm. If you producing some stuff, that may be ancillary to yo.
0: So what if you now? This is just me thinking out loud here. Okay, you sign the three sixty, but then you decide you're gonna start your own record label because, like, let's look at Little Wayne. He was on Cash Money Records. He started mm-hmm. Young Money Records. So, I guess Cash Money if if Wayne was in a 360, Cash Money would be Get entitled a- to a percentage of Young Money.
1: Right? Be- because if you think about it, if you think about it, if I'm entitled to a percentage of your production, mm-hmm. and I'm entitled to anything that you use your name to endorse, Are you not endorsing Young Money?
0: I'd be like, look, I'm starting Young Money records, but don't fuck with them. Don't (laughs) fuck with them like that, y'all.
1: You know, are you not? And then you're probably writing music for the artist in Young Money. So once again, I got a percentage of your publishing. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: So and here's okay, I got the contract up now, but here's real quick how a lot of artists can beat the system as far as the, the whole percentages. Right. Actually there was um I had a list of percentages, like just typical percentages. Let me see if I can pull that up real quick. I know merchandise was what, like twenty five twenty five percent or something like that?
1: Mer well well I have I have one that's that's um is supposed to be standard because I was looking and this actually comes from um an attorney
0: I got twenty two percent on Merch? um
1: I have fifty percent t shirts. So I have like fifty percent on merchandising, twenty-five percent on touring and live performances, twenty-five percent of digital products, and that's like ringtones. So I strike a deal with Apple for some ringtones, they're getting twenty-five percent from that, twenty-five percent from publishing, twenty-five percent endorsements, and twenty-five percent of anything else included in um the entertainment business so book publishing tv appearances movie deals you write a theme song for a movie it's like so yeah they, they pretty much own your ass
0: yep i got what i'm what i'm seeing here and this is from TuneCore, so it's probably for smaller artists artists rather than big name artists is uh, 22% of net retail for t-shirts, net receipts for t-shirts, 20% of net retail receipts for hoodies and sweatshirts, 15% of net retail receipts for headwear and other items, hats pretty much, direct-to-consumer sales, 25% of all net receipts.
1: Direct-to-consumer so like you set up a website.
0: Or... You do what What I was going to say is you're at your concert, you're at tour and you set up a table and you mm-hmm. got your T-shirts there and mm-hmm. you're like, yo, support a brother, whatever mm-hmm. your label gets 25 percent mm-hmm. of that. So and here here's the thing, your label might not have even put any money into that just because they put money into you, period, like shit you do on the side. But one way around it is same way Colorado does weed which is Mm -hmm. cash only. only. Mm -hmm. So don't come up here trying to buy my damn T-shirts with no motherfucking credit card, with no PayPal, with no cash app. Nigga, we doing cash only. I got a thousand T-shirts. By the time it gets back to my label, as far as how many I sold, I only sold 10 T-shirts. When in reality, (laughs) I sold a thousand Mm T-shirts. So Mm -hmm. that's um. (laughs) That's one way around around it, but I'm sure there's fail safes too on the label side for activity like that. So some of the um, definitions I got the contract right here. Some of the definitions as far as the 360 agreement for record sales, brand rights, and merchandise. Let's define some words.
2: Mm. It's vocabularies. Ooh. Yes,
0: act. That means the copyright. <laughs> designs and patent and okay yeah album that means the masters sufficient and suitable to comprise of a physical carrier of sound recordings of not less than 45 minutes playing time when played at the correct speed and not less than 12 tracks that dude
1: said when played at the correct Mm -hmm. speed like don't speed them up don't let's think about
0: this though Kanye West last year started doing seven song 30 minute
1: albums. That's correct. Now, yeah. I,
0: I don't know if that has anything to do with this, but if if in their
1: industry standard would not be seven song yeah. 30, 30, minutes, 30 minute album, right? right?
0: So, you know, everyone was giving Kanye shit for that like, come on, man, seven seven songs that ain't no whole album, but maybe it was something to to kind of beat the system mm-hmm. a little bit. So, uh, Let's see what else. Controlled compositions. That just means any title, including its words and the music written or composed in whole or part by you and any title owner of or controlled directly or indirectly in whole or in part by you or any company furnishing your services and or any entity affiliated with one person or more. That has direct interest. Yeah, that got too wordy. um Delivery, that means the physical delivery to an acceptance in writing by a director of all the delivery materials. The verb deliver in all conjugations and tenses is constructed accordingly in the event that you have not received any notification from us that the delivery materials have not been delivered within 14 working days of the physical delivery thereof in accordance with this shit sounds too legal for me. <laughs> I just want to get to the real good one. The okay. F- let's see. Film. Yeah. 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 Master means a fully mixed edited two track stereophonic Wait, digital why we, recording. Why
1: are, we, why are we doing? uh vocabulary because i just want to
0: get to the good one and also to help people understand what some of these terms are
1: all right good one well go skip to the good one the one that you think is good
0: well here's here's one you mentioned uh net profits net that means gross earnings exclusive of sales and taxes and similar taxes arising directly solely and identifiably from any and all exploitation of the recording and films as received by us in the United States, less any and all cost fees, expenses, and monies paid by us pursuant to the agreement, including without limitation to the following. And then it goes on with. Oh,
1: wait, so wait. Let me mm-hmm. so, let me before I lose my train of mm-hmm. thought. That's good. Do you did you read that it said in the United States, so mm-hmm. that does not include gross receipts from international sales. I get to keep those mm. because it said United States. Mm-hmm. It didn't say internationally.
0: I guess so. Um, a single. This is now. This is something that blew my mind. When you hear the word single, what do you think? One song. Becky. Uh,
2: same thing. One song.
0: Single means a physical record containing not more than four tracks. Oh. So here's my favorite word. Territory. (laughs) Yeah. This is literally in the contract. (laughs) Territory means the world and the solar system. Oh. That is in the contract. The world and the solar system. So all you niggas like uh what's what's the homeboy name? Astro, whatever, um Travis, Travis Scott, nigga, you ain't going to Mars to sell no records. <laughs> Shit, nigga, you gonna sell your records on Jupiter? We still getting our twenty five percent. We want
1: monies. We want monies.
0: So, uh any thoughts so far? I already so,
2: said. Mm-hmm. I I just wanted to kind of break down net. What that definition meant. Profit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically you take what you earned Mm -hmm. less your expenses Mm -hmm. and taxes. Mm -hmm. And that is your net. Mm -hmm. And then they take a cut of that. Right. Hmm. Right. And believe it or not, that's a good thing.
1: Because as we said earlier, you don't want them taking a percentage of your gross. Because if they did that, you would get less money or no money in the long run. Right.
0: Hmm. So here's one too. advances. Now, that's something that you heard a lot of, especially in the 90s and Mm -hmm. 2000s. So uh, just in this particular contract advances company agrees to pay artists the amount of X amount of dollars as an advance as follows one half within X amount of days of execution of this agreement and one half upon delivery of the album recorded during the initial period of this agreement drafting note in general advances are a re- recoupable amount of money that the label gives the artist to spend as they please e.g. on living cost equipment leisure etc labels should customize these to reflect what they intend to give the artist as advances or get rid of the clause altogether in case there is no Advance mode available by the label uh, man so if i'm giving you an advance of 100k well i don't even know what a typical advance is today let's say two 250 that sounds reasonable for a, a recording artist i'm gonna give you 250 as an advance so after you sign this piece of paper within seven days in your bank account you'll have 125 you bring me a completed product you drop it off on my desk Within seven days of that, you'll get another one hundred and twenty-five. So right now you're two hundred and fifty in the hole, and that's just spending money. You can do whatever you want with that money for the most part. Now, your album hits these streets,
1: and it don't make no money.
0: And your album makes one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Point blank, mm-hmm. period, nothing more. Now you you're in owe trouble. the label. You're in not only the seventy five grand from the advance, you also owe the label whatever they invested into your um, into the production of your project, because that's not part of your advance. So let's say they spent another two fifty on your project. You're five hundred in a hole. You made one seventy five. Right now you owe your label three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. And you are not making another dime off of this album. Right. So now, nigga, you best to get your iron and start making them press on <laughs> T-shirts and um doing love. And and that's like one of the things I didn't understand with um one of my favorite rappers, Joe Button. I remember when I looked up years ago and he was on Love and Hip Hop. And I said, why? That don't even seem like Joe. And he's tarnishing. He was, trying,
1: he was trying to make some money.
0: Yeah, yeah, obviously. But I'm like, he's tarnishing his, because not everyone views him the way I view him. But I'm like, he's tarnishing his uh, legacy as a hip hop artist, lyricist to doing this goofball shit. But, I mean, hey, who knows what kind of financial situation he was in. And also, hey, if you got to pay your label back, man, and your album's not selling, uh-huh. you, need, you need to do something.
2: You gotta hustle. Mm
1: -hmm. Damn straight.
0: Yeah. So, would I sign a. Damn, the company owns your artwork.
1: Would you sign a 360, my boy?
0: They own your masters.
1: They own every. And that's the crazy thing. And if.
0: Video rights.
1: Right. If you are an artist and you desperately want your name to get out there, your music to get out there, and you don't have the wherewithal and you don't have well but see you mentioned something earlier artists today they have a lot of umption gumption you know they have like i'm a hustle and get the shit out and especially with the technology that we have today getting it done putting it out there if i have to be on the street corner selling the mess You know, if I have to get like social media influencers, if I have to pay them, they get out and get it. But not everybody is like that, and not everybody can do that. So, if you want to get yourself out there, you are going to sign a contract like this because you're thinking to yourself, "This is my shot. I'm going to make them money and make myself money in the end." But that's where a lot of artists get screwed because they don't scrutinize the. And let me tell you, words.
0: They mean stuff. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. They have power, especially something that is written and you sign your name to it. And some people think, okay, if it doesn't work out, I ain't got nothing. They can't take nothing. But it's like, what if, you know, you, you have to think about, so for the rest of your life, this thing follows you. Mm-hmm. So,
0: man, I oh I don't know. I'm kind of torn as, is- like when you look at a lot of these new upcoming, I, I only kind of really know hip hop. I don't follow I, I, rock and roll. That's my favorite music to listen to, but I don't follow the industry or anything like that. But when you look at hip hop, you have, I, okay, I want y'all just to vocally give me confirmation. If you know who these people are, or have heard of these people that I'm naming. Lil Yachty.
1: I have heard that. That name sounds familiar.
0: Takashi, Chance, mm-hmm. yeah, Migos, mm-hmm. yep, Young Thug,
1: mm-hmm, Lil Xan, Mm-mm.
2: no, Lil Pump, no,
0: Blueface,
2: no. <laughs> I know the
1: the the people who are in Vegas and the, the the Blue, the man. blue man Group, <laughs> no, not the Blue
0: Man, not the Blue Man Group. Um, uh, Schoolboy Q, no, Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So a lot of those people that I just named. Uh, other than Kendrick and Schoolboy Q and a couple of others. Most of them are young, 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 young. We're talking 18, 19, mm-hmm. maybe 20. So that's like these record labels target demographic is people who don't have shit. They're young and dumb.
1: And they just want, they want the chance to get out of where they are.
0: Right. And it's, you try that shit like half of the shit that they put in these contracts these days. And of course, I don't have an official contract in front of me like a, a, a active artist contract. But I'm pretty sure you probably can't pull that shit off with a 25, 26, 27, 28 year old artist and even going back to the temptations. And even before then, everyone in the record business gets they
1: got fucked. screwed. We'll see one thing that that is something I have to respect about a Michael Jackson and a Prince.
0: Wait, did he touch little boys? No. Okay. The
1: fact that a lot of artists, like say, like an Elton John, maybe not his earlier music, but at a certain point, he owned his music, mm-hmm. right? And so when artists actually woke up and realized, nah, this is where the the record company was actually making money, owning the masters, mm-hmm. so. They own their own music. So that I have to respect. But nowadays, you said this demographic, these 18, 19 years olds they probably don't own their own music. Fuck
0: no. And guess what? They probably wouldn't want to because it all sucks. It's not. There's no like from 20 like <laughs> these guys are named like Lil Xan <laughs> and, you know, all these like in five years. You remember the song <laughs> Laffy Taffy? Laffy laffy taffy. Taffy. okay tell, uh, tell laffy me the taffy. name of the group who made it i have
1: no freaking clue becky i don't know
0: exactly so it's no like clue. who cares if you own laffy taffy <laughs> that shit ain't worth a motherfucking thing and then you probably got to pay the the candy company some money too because you done not uh use, use their, their name shit. that
1: was copyrighted right
0: and speaking of copyrights right i want to jump off of jump off of this shit because i mean if you really want in depth Look at this shit. You're gonna have to go somewhere else because this ain't really our forte. But we did say we wanted to discuss it. LeBron James, oh, tried to trademark Taco Tuesday.
2: <laughs> Come on,
1: <laughs> yeah, you did.
0: <laughs> My nigga,
1: that was that was the funniest shit I ever read this year. Yes. That, yes.
0: he, he has to have all of these people these wealthy people I like LeBron too but all of these wealthy people
1: <laughs>
0: they need somebody I don't care what color you are you need that one person on your staff in your team on, that, say, you. that just says this my nigga <laughs> that's it cause <laughs> niggas be saying Taco Tuesday since it's forever yeah yeah. Well Since and forever. LeBron was probably sitting at home one night and like, Well, you know I have an idea. I'm gonna trademark Taco Tuesday. Just like uh Cardi Cardi with the O'Curr shit oh, and her? like the trademark officer, get that shit out of here, man. <laughs> like that's funny. So anyway, trademarking. Right. A trademark and a copyright are we, we did discuss this in the prior episode, but mm-hmm. to rehash it, they're two completely different things. Pretty much explain the difference again for the listeners,
1: all right, so copy trademark is basically some emblem um picture reference, something like like let's say a phrase Chuck, could be say Chuck Taylor, what's his trademark copyright, or let's say Nike, all right, Nike has a trademark mm-hmm. who knows what it is?
0: It's the swoosh.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So a copyright is basically the um words, um, the the right to, and it doesn't really have to be formal. Like you don't have to go to the U.S. Patent Office and write out a, an application for, in order to have something be copyrighted. Mm-hmm in order to have something trademarked though there is something that you have to formula formalize you have to go through the US patent office to get mm-hmm. a trademark cuz a copyright once you put it out in the atmosphere literally it and you can prove that it's yours and only yours you have a copyright on that and you that's something that you can protect
0: and that's uh we in that same episode maybe episode Forty three ish. We talked about the whole who that. Mm-hmm. Now the people in New Orleans were <laughs> selling T shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the league was like, we're gonna cop, we're gonna trade, we they gonna trademark? They
1: wanted it? to trademark right?
0: who that. And they're like, nah, nigga, those common terms <laughs> that's been no. Actually, they had that one dude, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he, he said, yeah.
0: So anyway, I guess that really wraps everything up. Uh anybody? Any anything else? Uh Afro Becky. You've been kind of silent over there today, texting your side piece.
2: Oh. I don't have any side pieces. Thank you very much. Where'd they go? I never had any to begin with.
0: Good answer on Mike. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, no, I don't have anything to add. Um I was actually reading something, um, about Taylor Swift and her um
0: Yeah, we talked about that in the No, well of... she had something
2: oh. new go on. Oh what's up? Um so a re- another record label bought out her her record label. Her, her 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 um former record label. And when that happened, um all her masters were still under the control of the new the the company that acquired her former record label. She had moved and part of her deal, um, to the I think she moved to Universal or something. But part of the deal was that um she owned the masters to her songs with her new label. But with her old label, they still owned everything. So anything any music that she made prior to twenty eighteen was owned by this other record label. Yeah. So
0: So you it it doesn't transfer with your
3: you
2: gotta, you gotta go down context. every nitty gritty little thing when you are changing.
0: Yeah, I do that yeah. when I change too.
2: You know that. Well,
1: let's. That's something else. When I when I talk about actually reading things that we sign, and and or putting trust in somebody that we are, we know they are looking out for our better interest. No such thing. <laughs> You're the only person that can look out for you. But what do you do when you're 19 years old and you have a 25, 30 page contract and you need to put trust in someone?
0: Honestly, uh, as we've said many a times, you need an attorney, but you know, not all attorneys are created equal. True. And at 19 years old, you're probably not aware of that. Like, all right, let's let's look at. I, I want to kind of jump jump to the left real quick. Let's look at account accountings, money management firms, and things like that. Right, uh-huh. you have these athletes that make hundreds of million doll- of uh-huh. millions of dollars. These athletes do not manage their own money. They have way too much money, and then they well, way too much money to manage. But then they have very little time to actually get down to the nitty gritty as far as money management. They're practicing appearances, games. So, which
1: is why a lot of them wind up suing their money managers because they have mismanaged.
0: Yep, their money. You look at um, well, Mike Tyson comes to mind. He made over three hundred million in his career, mm-hmm. went broke. Mm-hmm. Um, more yeah. recent case: Adrian Peterson, uh, running back for the Redskins mm-hmm. now. Uh, he went broke. Uh, Clinton Portis, another running back for the Redskins. Don't don't be a running back for the Redskins. <laughs> are you are yes. going to go broke? Well, I
2: mean, you can liken that to the mu- music industry too. Um, MC Hammer, Tony Braxton.
0: Hammer did it to himself, though. Well,
1: true because he paid every everybody was on the payroll. Mm-hmm. True, but still, if he had somebody that he trusted to actually say he did,
0: nah, they, he did, they he did, he had two financial advisors that said these dancers because they was like full-time it wasn't just on tour they were like full-time mc hammer employees Dude was like they got to go nah those my people those my (laughs) people um so he didn't take the advice of Uh, uh,
1: well see as a lesson take the advice of people that you trust but i said all that to say becky talked about taylor swift and her um label being sold to another label, correct?
2: Mm -hmm. Who is um the who whoever bought it, the guy who bought it is Scooter Braun, who is also the the person that manages um Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, and a couple of other big name artists. Right. That's something else that
1: you need to that's another gotcha in contracts like these. Being able to unilaterally sell your music to someone else so you know in these contracts there are things there are clauses that gives the label the right to pass you on Mm -hmm. unilaterally so you know you literally have no say some they can assign you to some other label or some you know some other company So you wanna watch and that's honestly not just in contracts like these, but contracts in general. Here's one.
0: Our mortgage. Mm -hmm. We we signed a contract with a mortgage company Mm -hmm. and within a year It was sold. We we got a notice in the mail saying, Yeah, nigga, we own your mortgage now, so you're gonna be paying us instead Mm -hmm. of who you was paying. We had no say in that. And, you know, I kinda thought too, I'm like, Well then what the fuck was the purpose of even going with Mortgage lender Whatever. A in the right. first place. As if all y'all gonna to, do is sell it, but but I, then
1: that's what a lot of mortgage companies do. Yeah, they, they
0: offload there because I'm I'm thinking in sports terms now. Okay, we got um. Give me a, at LeBron James. He's worth all mm-hmm. this money, <laughs> right? So the Lakers they want to get rid of him. They're gonna trade him, mm-hmm. but uh, in that trade, we're also gonna toss in the dude that sits at the end of the bench that nobody knows because we're going to unload some more of our Uh debt along with LeBron, because we know you want LeBron, but in order to get him, you're going to take some more of this debt off our hands.
1: Yeah. But see for, for financial institutions, mortgage lenders, it's the value of the dollar today because you give me what this thing is worth right now. You take it, do whatever you want with it, but I have that money in hand right now and I can flip it.
0: Mm -hmm. So again, right
1: for them, it's worth more having the cash in hand than having your pennies every month. You know, so
0: that's what I always say. Cash <laughs> in hand,
1: motherfuckers. But that that's like I said, that's a little slippery. Something that a lot of contracts have the the right of the person who has created the contract to unilaterally do things like assign stuff.
0: But why can't you do that? I mean, if they, like, in, in my mind, I think contracts should be equal. They should be 50 50. Both but they're people not. are, yeah, of course. Because not,
1: because you want what I'm giving you. Right. I don't necessarily need you because guess what? You're a dime a dozen. I can find another you.
0: Gee, you but ain't finding you can, no other me. Can you find you. another me? You ain't finding no other so me. I'm David I hold, Ruffin.
1: <laughs> I hold the cards. So if I hold the cards, I'm going to slip in as many clauses. That's beneficial for me and of me being able to kick you out of my my company if I, anytime I want to is so much beneficial to me because guess what? Just like you talked about trading, I can trade you for a better artist.
0: Yeah, oh, of course. But I still think ideally contracts should be equally beneficial they never are but they should be
1: and I still think that you should get the same sentence for crack as you do for cocaine and I still think that black people should rule the world but we don't
0: hmm well the same sentence for crack and cocaine you can't because the sentence for crack is ew (laughs) period the same sentence for coke is hey can you meet me in the parking lot (laughs) So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Black Law and Legal Lies. And disclaimer, we never know what the fuck we're talking about. So, you know, whatever. But you can also follow us on Twitter because we don't know what we're talking about on there either. And (coughs) all the social media platforms at Black Law Podcast, please, if you can review us. I mean, really, we don't give a shit at this point because Apple Apple, hates us. Right. And I'm one of your hosts, Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. You can find me on Twitter and IG at I am Dan on Drugs.
2: I am Afro Becky, and you can't follow me I
1: anywhere. Can. And I'm just Dan. You can follow me at I tell legal lies on Twitter. Man, and
0: before we wrap up, funny story, you know. Oh, so Afro Jesus. Becky come running up on me today with no pants on. And I'm For like, <laughs> what the fuck is going did on you, here? Did
2: you hit stop recording? No. <laughs> Why not? <'Cause laughs> because we
1: talked about Dan's nuts in a former. Episode. I didn't give him permission to so, talk about me. Look, he was look,
2: talking look, about him.
0: I'm, I'm producing content. Look, he here. was talking look, about him. Content here. Yeah, it ran up on me with no pants on. That shit scared me though. Cause I'm like, I'm going. I'm walking to the bathroom to take a shower, and she come running up, ass out. I'm like, Whoa, where's your pants? I don't need any.
1: Wait, not even. You heard her tell me stop the tape. That does Do I not need mean, to go further? That does not mean that what you're saying is true.
0: <laughs> well, of course she ain't going to admit it now. That
1: it's all. That does not, not mean that she what said, you're saying is true. I don't need any. Wait, just like in that? in that voice. All, all I'm like, really? scared.
0: No, it scared me because she came running. It was. It wasn't no walk up trying to be smooth. She came. I'm about to make the turn in the bathroom and she come. And I'm like, all I saw was ass. And I'm like, what the fuck going on? and she was like i was like where your pants at i don't need any
2: what is and, the and point of this story
0: of, the there's no the story. point it's, it's just a story that's the end of the no story point. would you like to refute the
1: story what i'm trying to figure out is was she trying to jump in the shower with you nope. or or was it oh she just needed to beat you in the bathroom because she had to use it nope we got multiple bathrooms so she just wanted to flash her ass yep i don't believe you
0: the becky defend yourself <laughs> she over there like I don't think I can
2: but uh. I don't, I don't one One, I had underwear on so my well, ass was did, just not out he did say no pants he didn't mm-hmm. say no
1: panties yes. man look I, I defended you man
3: mm.
2: well look I'm in my freaking house What? <laughs> mm. I can go anywhere in my house dressed however I want to be dressed
0: or undressed however you want to be undressed mm, yeah yeah man, man i'm telling you but that that shit will startle you it, just when someone's coming <laughs> like i don't care Old where theme. yeah where mm-hmm. i'm at I could and then be,
2: number one i was not running oh you was running i was not
0: it, it was kind of like a glide she was like gliding and i was like and all i saw was ass coming at me and i'm like it, uh, How, i don't know uh, wait
2: so mm-hmm. i was running towards you yeah and you saw ass
0: yeah because when you walk your ass switches from side oh, to side God. and it was just flopping going <laughs> And I'm just like. why well, was, was making hypnot- that
1: sound? Yeah. It hypnotized Hi- you?
0: Hypnotized. And I'm wow. just like, my eyes is going.
1: It was like ping pong? Yeah. It was deer like. In head, it like was deer in the head. in the
0: the Like, and mm. one of my biggest fears is. Hitting a deer? No. When oh. somebody kills me. Because, you know, I do believe that somebody's going to eventually That's how you go die? Someone with no pants on is going to kill me.
1: Is that your biggest fear? That's
0: and one you, of my you, biggest you fears. You think
1: about that all the time. Like yes. A, a pantless person. Yep killing you yes so why does it matter if, if you're dead why does it matter that they have no pants
0: ask them i just know that whenever someone murders me they will not be wearing pants and then when i see that,
2: so <laughs> so I basically what you're saying is you thought that i was gonna murder you
0: i didn't know what to think
2: so this is what
1: i'm getting from that beck is gonna be so pissed off at your performance that she gonna jump up and murder your ass but hell no that, Becky that's what it can sound-
0: never be. That's what, that's what it off sounds like at my performance. Because you
1: said somebody with no pants is going to murder you, right? And the only situation that can happen is post coitus. So that
0: ain't what happened this morning. I was going to the bathroom.
1: Nah, but I she was, wasn't. She wasn't trying to murder you either.
0: I was going to the bathroom. No. And mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry for this sidebar here. <laughs> However. It will never be because of my performance because she be sleep afterwards Mm -mm. and I go play video games. Mm -mm. Peace out.